Do you love movies? Do you love TV? Do you love when people give their opinions about your favorite movies and TV shows? Then you'll love Nadie and Katie and the movies. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the season two finale of Nadie and Katie at the movies. I am your host, Nathan, a.k.a. Nady, of course, and with me as always on this journey through a galaxy far, far away is Katie. Hi, Katie. How are you? I am so good. I am full of pizza. My life is complete. Well, you know what else is complete? Our journey through Star Wars. It's crazy. <laughs> Listen, you know that you're a good parent when A, your child knows the love of Jesus Christ through your actions. Um, but secondly, if your child asks for Star Wars, when, when you say, what do you want to watch on TV? And he says Star Wars. And he specifically tonight, he said, I want to watch Star Wars Resistance. And I think he might be alone in that. And, and how old is he that he's able to oh, say the word oh. resistance? He's literally two years old, like just turned two. I'm like, wow, that's that's definitely a, a big word. So thank you, Star Wars, for teaching my son big three-cell words. Well, yes. So like Katie just said, our final homework assignment was to watch the rest of season two of Star Wars Resistance. And then the final movie in the skywalker saga star wars the rise of skywalker so before we continue talking about all those things katie would you do the honors of doing the final synopsis <laughs> of a star wars tv show for this season oh it pains me well it's like 19 episodes so it, it is hard to like summarize as a whole so I'll probably more so kind of go into our characters. Our main character, of course, is Kazuto Ziano, short name Kaz. He's still in it. He's got his like very literal alien friend, Niku, who still shows up. We have um, Tam, who was working with them on the, what's it called? Colossus. But she went on the First Order ship, so she kind of turned bad. In essence, we're still same big plot line for this season is that the first order is being bad guys. The Colossus is a non-resistance ship. So hypothetically it should be saved from this war. But in season two, you see them get involved because the first order starts really attacking and becoming evil. So you see them blow planet, which makes Tam decide maybe first order is bad. Maybe I picked the wrong side. Um, you see them, just like attacking the Colossus, trying to like they start going after the Colossus, going after the Colossus. And that's a lot of this season is just the Colossus running away from the first order um, from getting captured. Um, you you also have just kind of a generic theme of like they sort of go towards the resistance, like they can meet some resistance fighters this time around. You find out that the, um, Captain Doza, who runs the Colossus, is married to a fighter for the resistance, um, which is. The other girl, what's her name? Tora's mom. The pirates who were living on the Colossus at the end of season one, you know, just not living in harmony, just like stuck on the Colossus with these people. They kind of do some shady stuff. 
and they end up getting kicked off the Colossus because they're shady pirates. Kaz kind of comes into himself and he was cocky at the beginning and now he's still cocky, but maybe has more actual skill to back it up. Tamra come back from the first order and be reunited with her people, the Colossus. And, you know, there's this big corny scene in the last episode where they're like, Oh, family, we're all about family. So it ends with a big bow tied at the end. I don't think there's going to be more seasons. Like they, they definitely ended it in such a way of like, they defeated this big first order ship right at the last episode. So like our main bad guys in the show are now gone and everyone's reunited and that's the end. And there was a cameo by Kylo Ren. He was not voiced by Adam Driver like some of the other characters who had been on the show were voiced by their actors, but Kylo Ren was not. I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. I don't think the second half of the second season really tied together with the movie as much, except with the Kylo Ren uh, cameo, but it was still pretty good. But before we get into even more things that we liked and didn't like about Star Wars Resistance, let's do the synopsis for Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. And I'm actually going to use the opening crawl that they show at the beginning of the movie because that basically does give you a synopsis of what the whole movie is going to be about. The dead speak. The galaxy has heard a mysterious broadcast, a threat of revenge in the sinister voice of the late Emperor Palpatine. General Leia Organa dispatches secret agents to gather intelligence while Rey, the last hope of the Jedi, trains for battle against the diabolical First Order. Meanwhile, Supreme Leader Kylo Ren rages in search of the Phantom Emperor, determined to destroy any threat to his power so like we mentioned when we talked about the last jedi they kind of retconned everything jj abrams <laughs> came back for the rise of skywalker he directed force awakens took a break for last jedi R- ryan johnson came in and totally ignored everything that had been built in force awakens and jj abrams I don't know why he came back, but he came back and was like, hey, I'm going to try to fix some things, kind of confuse some things, but still, and this surprised me because I hadn't watched this movie in a while, I actually enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I was going to. Like, I don't remember how I felt the first time I watched it. I probably was like most people and I was like, what in the world just happened? It was confusing, but whatever. But then I watch it this time. And I found myself at parts getting emotional and I, I actually enjoyed it. I mean, there's still obviously moments that are still confusing and don't really make any sense, but I still enjoyed it. And before we dive into more of that, I do want to say one thing that isn't really a negative, really isn't a positive, but it's something that was introduced in this movie and it kind of negates what was said in The Last Jedi if you remember, Kylo and Ray were somehow able to connect with each other and talk to each other and see each other, see where the other person was. And it wasn't really explained until Snoke says that he was the one who allowed them to do those things. It was the dark side of the force allowing them to connect that way. And then you go into the rise of Skywalker and they actually explain that that wasn't Snoke doing that. It was actually the fact that they're part of this thing called the force dyad, which is when two people have this unexplainable bond through the force. And so they're able to connect 
in a way that's unexplainable. And that's what they use to explain how Ray and Kylo are able to connect, talk to each other, hear each other talking, see where each other is. And yeah, well, in this and in this movie, they like really like they literally do a fight scene from different places. So it's like it's not just like I can hear you like in the first movie. Now they're full blown like in the same, I guess, sort of middle ground area between. And we'll talk about in a way how epic it is, because there's a part in the movie that we'll talk about that I thought was pretty epic where they use that force dyad thing to help each other out during a final battle. And I thought it was pretty cool. So well, why don't we go right into it? I'm, cu- I'm curious what it is. It's towards the end of the movie. So Ray is fighting the emperor and she's acting like she's going to go along with Emperor Palpatine's plan to kind of make her the new head of the final order, which is what he's calling it now. Uh, because before I go into that, I guess we should say that Ray finds out that her parents, although they were kind of quote unquote nobodies, her grandfather is Emperor Palpatine. So she is a Palpatine. So oh, that kind of freaks her out. And she kind of wrestles without with that throughout the whole movie. But then it comes down to this moment where she's acting again, acting like she's going to go along with Emperor Palpatine's plan. And then all of a sudden you see Kylo Ren, who after talking to the memory of his father, Han Solo, decides, you know what? I want to be a Jedi. I don't want to be a bad guy anymore. So he goes to where Ray is and he's about to get taken out by these these bad guys. And all which, of a sudden, well, let, let me, the bad guys are his own army, which I guess we just randomly they turn on him like they're literally his henchmen. So that makes no sense. But yes, it, it does he's about to fight his own now, henchmen. It makes sense because now he's he's there to help Ray. And so they see that he doesn't have the mask on anymore. He doesn't have his robe. He doesn't have he doesn't even have his lightsaber anymore. He threw that away. He threw that in the ocean. So he's kind of coming in this with like nothing and but then all of a sudden because of the force dyad and that force bond that they have ray is able to with the force transfer the lightsaber she had to kylo ren and he gets up and starts just killing these guys and i i I did think that was pretty awesome and i i probably would say that was probably top top three um, another thing that I really liked was I liked that we saw Luke Skywalker again. He comes back when Ray goes to the island. She's about to become the hermit that Luke was in The Last Jedi. And she's about to throw Luke's uh, lightsaber into the fire. And she throws it. And then, boom, Force Ghost Luke catches it. And he kind of negates everything he said in The Last Jedi by saying, I was wrong. So he basically says The Last Jedi was a waste of time because Luke was wrong about everything (laughs) and how the force is important and how Ray needs to be that last hope for the Jedi and how the Jedi does do not need to die, does not need to end that Ray needs to take that, uh, that lead role in the future of the Jedi. And I would argue though that, that he, he does realize that at the end of the movie. That's why he goes and like fights Kylo Ren right at the end. Like I, I do think he he comes around right before he dies. 
Well, I think he realized that he needed to face Kylo Ren himself and that he needed to face what he was, what he thought was wrong, which is he thought he was wrong in trying to take out Kylo before he turned bad. I, I don't, I don't necessarily think he changed his mind completely about everything else because he says in the rise of Skywalker that he was wrong for hiding away. He, you know, I, I mean, I, I guess you could argue that maybe he, figured that out at the very end of the last Jedi. And that's why he gave up his life to, I guess, help the resistance. But that's besides the point. I thought it was awesome that he showed up in this movie. And then the third thing I liked is I liked how Finn and Poe seemed like themselves again mm. in this movie. I think the last Jedi, like we said before, kind of put Finn on the back burner and, Poe was just a whiner the entire Last Jedi. And in this movie, they kind of were able to be what Luke, Han, and Leia were in the original Star Wars movies. And that's kind of what they were going for, is that they needed each other to take on this final order. And so that's what I liked about The Rise of Skywalker. That's probably why they had to go on that whole like Indiana Jones journey to find. So their their whole goal, they got to find the Waymaker deal, Wayfinder, um, in order to find Kylo Ren to take him down. And so there's a big part of the movie. It's actually what you would have hoped that little casino planet was like, like a, a side story where it's like, take a break from the, the Jedi stuff for a second. We're going to go on a little mini journey to like find this Wayfinder. So yeah, it was, I thought that was well done. Of course, it also ended in somewhat failure, right? They didn't, well, no, they did find it. It just got destroyed. Right before she used it. So, but their successful journey was a lot more enjoyable to watch. I, since you just did all the positives, I'll do my three negatives first. Um, I did like the movie, but I would say some of the negatives for me, I, again, I like a lot of Star Wars because I'm not a big Star Wars nerd. So there's things that don't bother me that might bother a really hardcore fan, but I don't like the plot hole thing that I mentioned last episode, which is that. If we could enter, if force ghosts could interact with actual matter, then that changes everything. They could interfere in all sorts of things all the time. Um, you could argue that it's like kind of like in the way that we say God works, where of like, well, it could have intervened, but that wasn't the plan. I don't know. I just didn't like that. I don't like that very much that they can hop in and out when they see please, and then it's only the good guys that do it. I didn't have a problem with the dyad thing. I thought that was great. Um, but I I don't feel like they did a good job of a actual plot. It seemed super scattered. So that's my really big critique. This whole movie kept me entertained for sure. Like I was engaged the whole time, but it was also a little bit like, what? That's random. What? That's random. Okay. Okay. All right. What? Where are we going with this? And then it sort of like ends in a way that you're like, okay, it didn't feel very cohesive, especially if you look at this as a whole trilogy. It's pretty obvious that one and three, you know, and then there's this awkward middle child type thing. It's very weird. And it feels like if we had given the second movie to the same director, I don't know why he didn't do it. I'm sure we could research that. But I bet a lot of things that happened in three could have happened in two or in the second one of the trilogy and then done a little bit more tying up in the third one. But instead, he felt like he had to basically shove his second and third parts into one movie and it made it really chaotic. I also feel like a lot of the movie was like undoing things that that director didn't like. 
And then he also undid his own things. So like it bothers me that we thought Chewbacca died. I, I was fine with Chewbacca dying. Pretty much everyone from the old stuff died. We lose Han, we lose Luke, we lose Leia, like we're gonna lose Chewbacca. So it bothers me that they make a big scene and then they immediately within like two minutes take it away. They're like, just kidding, he didn't. Same with R2D2. They're gonna like basically kill off R2D2 by wiping his memory. And then two minutes later, they're like, oh, just kidding, he got his memory back. C3PO. That, that's what I said. <laughs> but then and then same with like, okay, so Kylo Ren dies. Oh, just kidding, Ray brings him back to life. And then Ray dies. Oh, just kidding. Kylo Ren brings her back to life. So it just felt like pick something, like stop making things happen and then immediately reversing them. Like just leave it out in the first place. I didn't like that. Uh, a lot of other people that I talked to also disagree with that. But my main critique is just that it was very chaotic. Positives, it was entertaining. Well, I think the Kylo Ren thing was like a homage to the fact that you can fall down a, a pit and still live because it happened to Boba Fett. It happened to Emperor Palpatine. It happened to Luke. Luke actually fell down on a pit when he found out that Darth Vader was his father. So I think that was kind of like a nod to the fact that, you know, you could fall down this endless hole and still live. So I think that was kind of like what that was going for. Um, also doing the research on the force dyad thing. So Ray dies because I can't remember why. She, why did she die? I can't remember, but she dies. And then Kylo Ren pops out of the hole. She dies because she's fighting with Palpatine. He like laser light, like she kills him, but dies in the process. Oh yeah. 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 So she uses all her force energy to defeat Palpatine. So she dies. And then Kylo Ren comes up out of the hole and goes to her and uses just a little bit of the force energy that he has because they're connected to heal her. And then she comes back to life and then does, a, I thought this was random that they kissed. And as soon as they kiss, he dies. But that makes sense when you do the research about what the force dyad is that when someone uses their force energy to heal the other part of the dyad, that that ultimately kills them. So that made sense too. Um, I'm glad that I, I also C3... think it's I'm glad he died. I will say I do think it would be a stretch to have him just like be a hero. He's changed his mind now. Like we we do have to acknowledge like he murdered thousands of people. So like I think we're all happy that he like turns a new leaf, but I think it would be really hard to like have him like in something else in the future be alive and like a hero all of a sudden. It would be hard to look past. So like I am glad that they killed him off. Well, and again, it kind of gives a nod back to Darth Vader because before Darth Vader, Vader dies, he's done all these horrible things. But before he dies, he turns good and realizes the, the error of his ways. And that's kind of what happens to Kylo Ren. So it kind of comes full circle. History repeats itself. I think that was kind of cool and poetic in a way. Uh, of course, again, like we said in The Last Jedi, this movie was supposed to be Leia's movie. So I thought it was cool that they still kind of made it Leia's movie by um, her or using what force that she had left to bring back the memory of Han Solo to Kylo Ren, which is what makes him kind of snap out of it. I thought that was beautiful. I thought that was poetic. Um, I thought it was cool that Harrison Ford showed up again as Han. I think that was one of the moments that kind of got me emotional. I don't know if it's because I'm a father now. I don't know, but Maybe. it was, a, it was a beautiful moment. And so I think all those things that, that people might be like, Oh, I can't believe they brought these people back to life. I think it was kind of like a nod to the original movies, especially with the Kylo Ren thing and Leia dying. We all knew that was probably going to happen because of what you just said with Han dying in the first one, Luke dying in the second one. 
and then Leia dying in this one. I think the negative stuff is I, I it still wasn't clear about Snoke. You know, Emperor Palpatine said that he created Snoke, and then you see like these giant jars with other versions of Snoke in them. So I guess they're supposed to be clones. He was trying to come back as Snoke, and it was just I don't know, it was weird. So that was still kind of confusing about Snoke. I didn't get to give any of my positives. I have one big positive that I want to share. No, no, you said your positive was that it was entertaining. Well, yes. I want to say my favorite scene of that whole movie is so epic. It is the remnants of a Death Star as the backdrop. And you have this giant epic lightsaber battle between the dyad, Kylo Ren and Rey. And there's waves crashing in the background and like kind of a little bit of scene where Finn and this other girl are like trying to save her. In my mind, like if I could only watch 10 minutes of that movie, right there. And then you, even if you include the part at the end where like he turns and Han Solo appears and then how Rey kills him. But then she's like, oh, wait, I feel bad and heals him. Um, I just thought that was really epic. But should we rate them? Should we rate Resistance in the movie now? Well, before we do that, I forgot to mention the other original character cameo that was in this movie. Lando Calrissian was in it. He shows up yeah. and he flies the Millennium Falcon with Chewie. So that was pretty cool that they did that as well at the end. But yes, let's go ahead and rate these things. Katie, one out of six Grogu's for the final time for Star Wars Resistance. I would probably give it about uh, 3.5. It, it didn't really add much. But it was still enjoyable. Katie, what would you give Star Wars Resistance Season 2? I like that they were short. I liked the characters, but I agree that it doesn't help the plot line of Star Wars canon. So I'm going to give it a four and a half. Awesome. And so for our final movie of Season 2, Rise of Skywalker, I'm going to give that a five. I'm going to give it a five because I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would because the first time I didn't like it that much, but I enjoyed it very much this time. Katie, what would you give The Rise of Skywalker? For once, I agree with you. Awesome. So I'm going to do a short but sweet ranking of the Star Wars movies in order of how I like them. So here we go. Rogue One, Empire Strikes Back, New Hope, Force Awakens, Rise of Skywalker, Return of Jedi, and all the prequels, but Revenge, Attack of the Clones, and Phantom Menace is at the bottom as one of the worst. So Katie, do you want to go ahead and give yours? Nope. Oh, you're going to make me wait to the second part of this episode, which also a part of the second part of this this episode is going to be if you love Star Wars, we would love for you to join us on a Zoom meeting where we're going to talk about everything that we watched and we want to hear what you have to say. So we'll be posting on all of our social medias where This is going to happen, obviously, Zoom, so it doesn't need to tell you where, but we're going to tell you when, when this is going to happen. It's going to happen preferably before February 14th, Valentine's Day, so we can release that episode. Be on the lookout on Facebook, Instagram, and my personal Twitter Twitter account, My Life, His Will, for that information. So, Katie, how would you like to send us off? Uh... The Sound of Silence. Thanks for listening to Nady and Katie at the Movies. Feel free to leave us a review so people can find the show. Follow us on all our social media platforms. And if there's a movie that you wish for us to watch, you can contact us at nadyandkatie at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, 
Have a great day.